I? Your home. Don't you recognize it? This is a Borg ship. No. No, this is impossible. But this is where you were created. Six of ten of Borg Defense Unit 879. This is where you belong. Who, who are you? Do you not recognize my voice? We were once very close, you and I. I am the Borg. No. No, I am not here. I left the Collective. You are unique, Six of Ten. That makes you very special to me. What does that mean? You are of Borg. But you're not of mine. Not of yours. You come from another reality. One I'll be more. This is not happening. You are fearful. You have no reason to be. You shall be most welcome when you join the Collective. I will never join the Collective. I am free of it. Only for a moment. But you will become one with the Borg. It is inevitable. But for now, wait. Just a dream, that's all. Just a bad dream. Eric Busby presents Star Trek The Section 31 Files Episode 5 Gathering Threads Captain's Log. Stardate. Uh, Stardate. Computer, what is the local Stardate? The current Stardate is 76024. Right. Need to get used to how they measure Stardates over here. Captain's Log. Stardate 76024. Karen Delana reporting. We have been in this alternative universe for three weeks now. Our current mission is to explore the various incidents near the galactic barrier. To date, we have yet to encounter any other vessels. 
Our scans of the barrier itself have proven fruitless as well. At this close range, we can see it with our own eyes. It shines with a purple and pink colored glow. I find it beautiful, yet intimidating. I can't help feeling that if we're going to find any answers, we may have to take the Nosferatu into the barrier itself. God only knows what we may find in there. However, that will have to wait. Currently, my first officer is on a mission to retrieve an old friend. I have to admit, I wish I had gone myself. But as Mac pointed out to me, he is far better tasked for this sort of mission. In the meantime, Mr. Zog has asked to speak with me on matters he claims are of great interest. I fear I'm about to part ways with several strips of latinum. Ah, there you are, Captain. Well, thank you for seeing me so soon. I know you're a very busy woman. Jog, let's get to it, shall we? Uh, Right, right. Anyway, I've been doing some reading on this universe so I could acclimate myself with Ferengi customs over here. Did you know that the 17th rule of acquisition over here is completely different than the one back home? Here, it states that any Ferengi who... Zog. What? Oh, oh yes. Getting to the point. Anyway, I was reviewing recent history when I came across some information of great interest. I see. And what is this information going to cost me? Well, you find me in a generous mood today, Captain. This will cost you only two strips of latinum. Only two strips of latinum? As I said, I'm feeling generous today. All right, we have a deal. But only if what you show me is useful. Of course, Captain. Do you recognize this ship? Yes, the Narada. Its arrival is what created the instability in Kelvin Expanse. What of it? I was reading about the supernova in the Romulan Empire when I found this. Another Narada-class ship? No, not another ship. The same ship. What? I did some digging and discovered that this is the universe where the Narada came from originally. So how did it cross into our reality? Well, as far as I can understand, it has something to do with, uh, some kind of space stuff called red matter. The Vulcans used it and somehow created a black hole, which caused the collapse of the Romulan supernova. But the Narada was nearby and fell into the gravity pull as well. But Controller Frost and her people have been through all of our files. Surely they came across the information. Why haven't they told us about this? I don't know. Maybe this is something they don't want us to know about. It wasn't easy to get this information, Captain. Section 31 has encrypted it in the ship's computer. Even you don't have access to it. So, how did you get it? Well, I hate to brag, but I have yet to meet an encryption code that I can't find my way around. You're telling me you hacked into my ship's computer? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, maybe a little, but nothing major like your personal logs or anything. So, is the information of use to you? Yes, it is. 
Okay, Zog. You've earned those strips of latinum. Do me a favor and don't tell anyone else about this. Oh, you want me to keep this to myself? Yes. Is that a problem? Well, not so much of a problem, but you see, I'm a bit of a gabber at times. A gabber? Yeah, I I talk a lot. Sometimes I start chatting away and have no idea what I'm going to say next. Unless, of course, I have sufficient motivation to... To keep quiet. I see. What do you want, Zog? Oh, my needs are small, and you know how I hate to be greedy. Never let it be said that Zog, son of... Zog? I might need use of a shuttlecraft. You know, from time to time, to conduct business transactions. Up till now, I use my own ship for these things, but that was rudely blown up by the Klingons. So... Fine. But only with my approval. Oh, of course, Captain. We're we're all on the same team, after all. (laughs) Lucky me. Great Khan, are you doing? I'm running power lines through to the power source of the cloaking device. Ow! I hope. You're routing power lines on my ship. Look, who are you? Oh, hello. Um, the name's Salk. Elon Salk. I've been assigned to... Oh, yes. The Cardassian who decided to work with Section 31 instead of his own people. Hm. Strange, that. I'm no spy, if that's what you're getting at, Chief. Now, I never said you were a spy, now did I? But it's funny, don't you think? That you would just happen to say something like that. Anyway, where's Le Bon? Your aide? She's still at Station Omega-31. She's being brought up to speed on some of the equipment we're installing on Nosferatu. She'll be rejoining with us for the various upgrades to the ship next week. I see. And it never occurred to anyone to inform the chief engineer of this. Oh, well, I thought you already knew. I, I mean... Never mind. Tell me about this cloaking device. I thought the Federation of this universe signed some treaty barring the use of all cloaking devices. Oh, they did. But you know Section 31. This model's based on a Federation cloak that was developed illegally and deployed on the Starship Pegasus. Section 31 was able to get their hands on it somehow. Hmm. And what's so special about this Federation cloak? Well... On the whole, you see, it's pretty much like any other cloaking device. It can shroud a ship, turning it invisible, and block us from sensors. But the really neat thing about this cloak is its ability that, to allow a ship to pass through solid matter. Well, that could have some advantages. Well, yes and no. 
we're still trying to work out the bug that well there have been cases where the cloak fails while inside solid matter that's how the pegasus crew died the ship became embedded in an asteroid i see yes i want all the information on the cloaking device on my desk in one hour yes chief oh answer Tell me, have you ever seen what a warp core looks like from the inside? You know, while it's active? From inside? Of course not. I'd, I'd be incinerated instantly. Precisely. If you ever make a modification to my ship without speaking to me first again... Well, <laughs> I assume we understand one another. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, yes, sir. I mean, yes, chief. Then by all means, carry on. Commander, we're almost in position. Be ready to get out of here quickly, Mr. Jasper. I've got a feeling we're about to attract a lot of undue attention to ourselves. Not to worry, I'm the best pilot Section 31 has, and I know you didn't bring me along simply for my witty conversation. Just be ready to go, huh? Man, I wish Judah were here. He could cut through this interference in seconds. Why isn't the hologram here? Ah, something's still mucking up his programming. He got stuck looking like an otter wearing a fez most of the day yesterday. Aw, oh, gee. How sad for it. You don't care much for Judah, do you, Jasper? I don't like holograms in general, Commander. Interesting. I would be curious as to why that is, Mr. Jasper. Let's just say I have my reasons, Doc, and leave it at that. We're in position. Stand by. Right. And here we go. What? Where? Get us out of here, Jasper! Going to warp now. Back. About time. You have four broken ribs, several cuts, and a number of contusions. That should open the pain. I like pain. Reminds me I still live. Good thing you still have your subdural locator embedded in your shoulder. We'd never have found you otherwise. I never thought I would be grateful for Section 31's manic insistence of wanting to know where their operatives are at all times. What the hell happened to you, Korg? Delana got your transmission, but it got cut off. I am surprised she is not here with you. Oh, believe me, she wanted to. But as I pointed out, flying the Nosferatu into the middle of a Klingon civil war might not be the best tactical move. So I convinced her to send me instead. Well, to answer your question, my old friend, I was captured by the infected. The infected? Then the plague is in this universe as well? 
So it seems. The infected are the ones behind the Klingon Civil War. It is their goal to wipe out all of the unchanged. I did not find that out until they had captured me. I'm surprised they didn't just kill you. They wanted to make an example of me first. Show the whole Empire that resisting them is futile. I am curious. Just how bad is it? Very. The infected have conquered over half the Empire. Every day, more succumb to the infection and their ranks. Well, this isn't good. What's happening, Jasper? Sensors have picked up four Klingon warbirds on a pursuit course, and they're gaining on us. I'm going to maximum warp. How long can we sustain that? An hour, maybe two if we're lucky. But they'll still be upon us long before we reach Federation space. That doesn't sound very good for us. No. No, it does not sound good at all. Controller? She... she's waking up. Well, surely you are mistaken, Doctor, because you assured me that you had used enough anesthesia on her to, quote, take down an angry hengrouji, end quote. Something's... something's wrong. I feel wrong. I was certain I had Controller Frost. The removal of the symbiont must have had an unexpected side effect. Unexpected side effect. I see. Your agonizer, Doctor? Give it to me. Controller, no. I, I couldn't foresee this. We're in a different universe. We're dealing with unknowns. The trill over here must be genetically- Your agonizer. Please. Thank you. This won't take long. Drag this embarrassment back to his quarters, and when he wakes up, throw him into an agony booth. Keep him there long enough for him to understand that failure to the Empire will not be tolerated. By your command, Controller. Symbian, why, why have you taken Just my- Just relax. There's no point in riling yourself up about something you have absolutely no power to change. But, but I'll, I'll die without my Symbian. Yes, that is an unfortunate consequence. But one I fear can't be helped. But, but why? Because the Laban Symbian is needed for our great work. She's- She's another me. In a sense, she's who you would have become in another universe. But now, joined with Laban, she'll easily be able to ingratiate herself with your crew. I don't understand. Well, you don't really need to now, do you? Uh, that's where he's been hiding the hyposprays. Just know that your noble sacrifice will help rebuild the Terran Empire. 
<laughs> Is she dead? Yes. As we had no more need of her, I saw no need to prolong her suffering. Now then, how are you adjusting? My body has accepted the symbiont. I already have access to all it knows. It should make my blending with the Nosferatu crew seamless. You had better. The Emperor would not take kindly to you being discovered. That said, you will not be carrying out this mission alone. We already have two of our agents incorporated into the Nosferatu crew. I suggest you get in contact with them when you arrive. Yes, I read the report, and I've already been in contact with both of them. Very good. You have work to do, Lieutenant. See to it. I once controller Frost. Long live the Terran Empire. You've been listening to Star Trek, The Section 31 Files, written by Eric Busby. Featured in the cast were Carissa DeWitt as Captain Delana, Mark Kalita as Commander Mack, Ellie Hirschman as Zog, Carl Puder as Korg, Lech Zorn as Dr. Saket, Bernadette M. Groves as Chief Engineer Mathis, Valina Cutler as Knight, Brian Linz as Ensign Jasper, Kelly Linz as Engineer LeBon, Mark Olson as Salk, Amanda Brandt as the Borg Queen, Mindy Rast Keenan as Controller Frost, Chris Snyder as the Mirror Universe Doctor, Pete Lutz as the Guard, and Tracy Williams Babione as the ship's computer. This episode was written, produced, and directed by Eric Busby. Script edited by Ellie Hirschman. Sound design by Eric Busby. Star Trek The Section 31 Files is based upon Star Trek, created by Gene Roddenberry. Imagine the world around you is nothing but an illusion. Creatures of legend wage endless wars between shadow and light, but you never see it. Even now, dark forces threaten reality as we know it, but most people never know they exist. This is the world I walk in. I am called Byron, and these are my chronicles. The Byron Chronicles, available at ericbosbypresents.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere else podcasts are available.